Yesterday, in the upper church of the National Shrine, I had the pleasure of watching 13 of my confrères in the Dominican order make solemn profession, including our very own brother Paul, our subdeacon, who is taking his parents to the airport right now, in case you're wondering why he's not at Mass. It's a beautiful and very moving ceremony, and especially for Dominicans, but really for any Christian to get to observe. The solemn profession formula is something that for all our Dominicans, for many religious, and for me personally, is how you begin the day. As a devotional practice, you can pray it as a kind of offering in the morning. And hearing it prayed 13 times by my brothers, by my friends, kneeling before the provincial, is a very striking thing. It always is. I, Brother Brian Henry Stephan, make profession and promise obedience to God, to Blessed Mary, to Blessed Dominic, and to you, Brother Kenneth Raymond Latoyle, the prior provincial of the province of St. Joseph. In place of Brother Bruno Cotteret, master of the Order of Friars Preachers and his successors, according to the rule of Blessed Augustine and the constitutions of the Friars Preachers, that I will be obedient to you and to your successors until death. It sometimes strikes people that we don't mention all three evangelical councils, poverty and chastity, just obedience. The point of solemn profession, for Dominicans at least, is not so much about what you are doing but how God is consecrating you, how he's setting you aside for his purposes, dedicating you completely to himself, making it such that everything you do, as St. Paul said, whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do is done for the glory of God, is an act of religion, is consecrated to giving him glory, we don't just make vows, we make profession, because it's a whole way of life. Dominicans don't just give up certain things, but rather embrace, embrace a way of following out our baptism, a means, a way of life of giving ourselves completely to who God is and to what he is doing in our lives. By loving him more perfectly, more totally, more completely, we're able to know the truth of how he is at work in all the things we do. And we are able to love our brothers and sisters more with God's own love, more purely, more completely. It might seem like a nice thing to ponder, but have little to do with you all. But the truth is, the very nature of solemn profession, the very nature of what religious consecration means, has much to do with each and every one of you, no matter what your vocation. Because religious profession is really about deepening, strengthening, reaffirming the promises 
and the pledge that are true for each one of us from our baptism. Because in baptism, God consecrates you to himself. He sets you aside as his own. He dedicates you for his service. He makes you clean from the leprosy of your sin. He makes it possible that everything you do, whatever good you do or evil you endure, can be done for the sake of the remission of your sins, the increase of grace, and the reward of everlasting life. All of a sudden, through the grace of baptism, you are made into who you were meant to be, more perfectly a son and daughter of God. His image is restored in you and made to shine more brightly. It's not the end of the story, of course. Just as with solemn profession, where we make profession until death, so too baptism is but the beginning of a Christian life in which everything that you do, everything you receive, all the good, all the bad, can be taken up and made part of your Christian consecration, of your dedication to be who you were meant to be. It's so important to remember every day who you are and what God has destined you to be. It's why I like to pray the act of profession every morning, to begin the day by remembering, this is who God has made me to be. This is what he has done. But even with the sign of the cross, even with calling to mind all that God has wrought in our lives, we too can remember he's already called you. From all eternity, he has destined you to be a Christian, to be his child. What a tremendous gift. What an incredible reality. And something we so easily forget. Because just like the habit I wear, it might seem strange at first, but if you start having it every day, it no longer seems so odd. The alb of our baptism begins to get very familiar to us as well. Here we are week after week, and yet it's still so extraordinary if you step back and realize what God in his providence has accomplished in drawing you closer to himself in forgiving your sins, and then feeding you with his very self. Incredible. It's important to remember that all the different parts of our life are unified in this. And so when I was asked to give this homily, I wasn't told. I wasn't told that in fact I'm supposed to give a Bishop's Lenten appeal. Which makes it a challenge. But the thing is, I realized rather providentially when I was told yesterday that in fact this was a Bishop's Lenten appeal, that it's most fitting to just keep the same thing I was going to say anyway about solemn profession and Christian baptism. Because in truth, 
In truth, when we are asked to give to the church, it can so easily seem like a thousand other requests, a thousand other hands extended for you to support. And it can be wearying after a little while. There are so many good causes. There are so many worthy things. This is different. Our support for the church, for what our parish does, for what our diocese does, is not the same as every other type of giving we might make. It's different because it gets to the heart of who we are. We are Christians, consecrated to him, pledged to him, and ordained by our very baptism to give everything the cast of his image that it might reflect who we are because that points to who God is. And so all the good things that are accomplished in the Bishop's Lenten Appeal, the support for seminarians, support for Catholic high schools, service to the poor, all the work to support family life and the prosperous marriages of our diocese, efforts of evangelization, work with our youth on campuses, all these different good things. Giving to the church is more than the sum of each one of those activities. Supporting this appeal from our bishop is more than merely individual support for any one aspect. It's what we do. It's the profession we make. It's the fulfillment of who we are. Because whatever good we do can be done for the glory of Christ, can reflect who he is. And so, next week, when we actually make the Lenten appeal itself, I'd ask you to remember who we are, the great gifts God has given us, not just materially, but in making us his Christians, in making us his disciples. And every day, Bishop's Lenten appeal or not, every day, remember the incredible gift God has made in consecrating you to himself. Pray to him today at this Mass to deepen that consecration and to make his goodness shine forth in everything you do, every prayer you make, and every good work you accomplish.